morning folks welcome to cancel this show i am tabitha hassel with lizzie sparks and projo i don't think projo has a last name or if he does no one's ever told us well it's it, it used to be joe pro now it's <laughs> now pro it's projo there you go <laughs> Vic and eric are out today unfortunately we will miss them today but guess what it's going to be a girl power day love it oh yeah i feel so girly today <laughs> yes you are yes and, you are and eric and Vic will be out tomorrow i will be out tomorrow so tomorrow will be another Girl Power Day with our Lizzie Sparks here hosting the show. So exciting. All by myself. So all make sure yourself. you guys all come in here and give me support. And you can tell me I'm doing bad, but don't just not come. All by yourself. All you'll by be, myself tomorrow. You'll be fine. And we're going to have fun today. Girls Day is a fun day, right? So make, yes. sure, make sure you go to cancelthisshow.com. Share the show, like the show. As I always say, spread the truth faster than they spread the lies. Make sure you share the show. That is how we get the word out. And outside that, we have a lot to talk about today. We have Kathy Helbig, Steve Strick coming in at 8.30 a.m. from Experience Real Estate Partners. And we have so many things to talk about. We're going to have Emily Williams at 9.30 from Greenlight Dispensary. I think you guys are going to have fun today with some of these topics. I do too. Our theme of the day, our theme of the day is Agenda 30. And where is Agenda 30 taking us? Is Agenda 30, is it really going to improve the world? Oh, I mean, we're humans, right? We're, right? we're technically, we're animals. We don't like to call ourselves animals, but we are animals. We humans are. like, we like to roam the earth, don't we? Yes. We like to be free, don't we? You can't tell me that Agenda 30 is going to make the world a better place. You cannot tell me that. So what we're going to be talking about today, we're going to be talking about the WEF. They have released a statement that they are going to be fast-tracking Agenda 30. Uh, we're going to be talking about cricket flour. Believe it or not, eat your cricket pasta and shut up, right? Isn't that what they want us to do? They want us to shut up for sure. They want us for to. Sure. And who who knew there was a such thing as cricket pasta? So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Do you know the other day there was a weather report? This is maybe one of the craziest things I've ever heard, where they said we just experienced the hottest day in history. Get out. The hottest day in history. And they're, and they're, they're literally saying the history of the earth. Wow. They're not saying the hottest day since the 1800s when we first started tracking history. They're saying even back when we were Neanderthals. So obviously they do believe we were Neanderthals. That back then, this, this day was even hotter than that. All a big hoax, right? Just a big hoax. We're going to be talking about weather manipulation. We're going to have a video to play. Are they manipulating the weather to create famine? Is that part of Agenda 30, the reduction of population through famine? We're going to talk about that. We're going to watch a video of Judicial Watch. It, again, part of Agenda 30 is the military. Are they being trained to turn our republic into a socialist state? I think most people think they are. I think I agree. Yeah, most people think they are. I think most people think they are. J.P. Morgan. Now, this is not new news, but we're going to bring it up because it fits the narrative of what we see going on. Jamie Dimon, he came back from Davos. 
And when he came back, he actually went on. This is not a secret. Mm -hmm. He interviewed with several different people, several different stations. And he said that maybe it's time for the government to use eminent domain to Hmm. seize your private property. Because we're not moving fast enough towards Agenda 30. So let's seize your private property. Let's build wind farms and solar farms so we can move move along eh, just that much faster. And then we're going to talk about the DOJ. You know, obviously, most of us have all gone out. We've seen Sound of Freedom. Human oh, trafficking yes. is one of the top topics right now, isn't it? Yes. So what a great time for the Biden administration, for the DOJ to actually remove sex trafficking from their list. From their, They have a list that lists their areas of concern. Mm-hmm. They removed sex trafficking from the area of concern. That's they, not a big deal. Whoa. Who cares about sex trafficking? Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. Not the a big deal. Getting mutilated and misused. Exactly. And and what a lot of people don't realize is that sex trafficking, that's only step number one. Step number two is when they've used you for everything they can use you for, then you move into organ trafficking. Because what do you think happens to these people when they're done with them? Do you think they just release them to go about their, you know, their business? No. Mm-hmm. Those organs are, are worth millions of dollars on the black market. Right. So, I mean, but, but oh, it's, it's not an area of concern. Who cares, right? So, anyway, we're going to have a lot to wow. talk about. We're going to take a quick break so you guys can check out our sponsors. Look carefully. Make sure you support the show. Make sure you support the sponsors. And we will be right back with Cancel the Show. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale, plus get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local high school athletes, college athletes, weekend warriors, injured workers, and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. That's D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, It gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100 plus locations around St. Louis, any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands like absolutely. Yeah, if if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job, so make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your rockwood charcoal, Marco. Wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh yeah, and service. He- 
Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. Good morning, Patriots. Welcome back to Cancel This, cancelthisshow.com. Be sure to subscribe, like, share the show, spread the truth faster than they've spread the lies, as I'd like to say. And there's a lot of lies out there, aren't there? Yes, a lot of lies. All it is is lying and lying and lying. Everything's a lie. Uh, Vic, Eric out today. I'm Tabitha Hassel with Lizzie Sparks Pro Joe. Of course, behind the window on the other side, we might hear a little bit more from Projo today. You don't have to fight and fight to get a word in, probably. Yeah, there's two less people. (laughs) Right, right. So there's more room to talk. And Joe, you have a lot of good things to say. Even on the little break, you were telling us some good stuff that you need to Always. I have my moments. Yes, you have a lot of great moments. You have, yeah, we just need to. We just need to coax it out of you, and we will. Yes. It's girl power day today, so we'll get it out of you. (laughs) I have Kathy Helbig, Steve Strick, going to be coming into the studio momentarily. I wanted to talk about cricket flower. And people are like, well, what in the world is cricket flower? And I will tell you what, you can actually look it up. There's a website called cricketflower.com. Wow, okay. <laughs> and these agenda, the, the, the bug agenda, it's truly, we talk about it, we joke about it. Yes. But the bug agenda is being pushed mm-hmm. all across the country. And, you know, in some countries, they're a little freer about the bug agenda than we are here in the United States. Here in the United States, we try to hide everything, don't we? We do. We try to sneak it in. We don't want anyone to know what we're really doing, Mm -hmm. right? Well, in other countries, they're a little more out with it. So this is a a video from Italy where they talk Mm -hmm. about cricket flower and how cricket flower is, how cricket flower is made and how it's being used to make pasta. This is unbelievable. Wait till you guys check this out. Would you eat cricket pasta? Eating insects is nothing new in parts of the world like Asia. But is there a shift happening in Europe? This farm in northern Italy turns one million crickets into food every day. First, the crickets, still alive, are frozen, boiled, dried, and then pulverized. This is the final result, a cricket-based flour that can be added to food, like pasta, bread, or pancakes. And it's good for the planet. Insects require a fraction of the land and water that is used to produce meat. What we do here... I kid you not. That's disgusting. Look it up online. You can, you can already buy this. You, somebody in the comment oh. line said, I, I saw this years ago on Shark Tank. Well, you know what? Not only is it a, is it a real thing, cricket flour, I'm looking at it right now. How to do it yourself, make your own cricket flour. All-purpose baking cricket flour. Mm-hmm. You know, we have, what is cricket flour? Six benefits and the reasons to eat 
cricket flour. I kid you not, look it up. You can look you can look at the nutrition facts. You can look at the pros and the cons. You can look, I mean, right here, European Union, they announced cricket powder will replace many food items. Now, here's what to keep in mind is that, yes, it will replace many food items. It already is. It already is. And if you look, always look at the back of your labels because it might surprise you where cricket flour might actually be. Because you know what? It's already being used here in the United States as an alternative protein. They don't have to tell you. You know why? Because we haven't gotten that far yet. At some Mm. point down the road, the FDA will make a determination. Do they have to inform you of cricket flour or do they not? We're not there yet. And so many stars are pushing this that you you go on TV and they're already going, mm, isn't this really good? Like, they think we're stupid. I know with sausage and hot dogs and certain types of food, the FDA allows a certain amount of bug particles yes, or they bug do. Yes, they do. filler. They do. And rodents as well. Right. Yes. You know, someone told me one time, and, and I've, I've never bought them since, but you know how you can buy a, like a big box of um, instant mashed potatoes, potato flakes, yes, dehydrated yes potatoes and now you see those different little brown flecks in there i thought oh that's potato skin oh no you're, oh no I've <laughs> and then bugs. what i was told is and and whether it's true or not you can make up your own mind i i don't know mm-hmm. but i am told that you know what when they're making big batches of food whether it's potatoes yeah, yeah. or meat or hot dog you know a hamburger is another example because when you buy a hamburger Guess what? That it's, it's not like they're taking their leftover cuts of steak right. and grinding it up to make hamburger. Mm. If you're going to your major grocery store, that's not what you're getting. The hamburger you see, and we know this because they DNA tested it, right. that's thousands of cows, thousands of cows ground up. All these additives are, are put in the vat. It's a pink slime. And it comes out of a tube and it looks like hamburger, but there's actually very little meat very little meat in your hamburger. A lot of it is filler. And guess what? If anything Mm. falls into the vat, they're not going to go in there and scoop a mouse out. I mean, come on. It just gets poop. Yeah. And that too, it just gets ground up in your food. And I know I sound like probably a crazy person, but I'm telling you, I'm sure you're right. If you don't grow your food, if you don't go to a reputable butcher or go to, let's say a farm that you trust, who knows what we're eating? I mean, seriously, who knows what we're eating? But don't you think this is part of the agenda? It is part of the agenda. And I'm laughing so much right now. A couple of the people on the chat line, and Trisha's going, stop. And I agree with her. Part of me is like, please stop saying that. Stop saying it because I can feel like I got <laughs> bugs all in my body because I eat all that stuff. But you're we right. We all you, do. But you have to tell us the truth. We, I mean, oh, it's so disgusting. It, it is. And don't you think this is all part of the agenda? Yes, I do. I do. To make our food so disgusting, it's so disgusting, that, uh. that us, the poppers, we're going to eat hamburger because guess what? It's the cheapest meat you can buy right now, right? And, and we're not really actually getting meat. What, what a great scheme, isn't it? A great, it is scam a great scheme played on the American people because they're not doing this in most other countries. No. This is here no. in the United States. Correct. Will it change how you eat? 
I think it's starting to, I know I have millennial kids and they were bringing it to my attention, exactly what you're talking about, that everything that we're eating is so corrupt in nature and what's in it. But if you go to a different country, they don't have all of that. And my kids asked me why. And I said, my opinion is the FDA. And my kids were like, the FDA, aren't they supposed to save us? The FDA is a criminal organization. They are. And I had to explain that to my kids. They're not here to help us. They're criminal, money, power, whole world order. Taking farmers for everything they have. That's ridiculous. It's all part of Agenda 30. We, you know, back in the day, we didn't know this because we didn't know there was an agenda. Yes. But, but there is an agenda. And the USDA, obviously, all of the different organizations are part of it. it you Correct. know, FDA is definitely part of it. You cannot trust the food you see on the shelves. You cannot trust it. And I know myself on the comment line, I think it was Jay maybe said, we're all in charge of what we eat, what we put into our body. Not really. I, Not you would, really. I would like to think that we are. Most people don't know. No, even like you, you have to get your vegetables what it's all grown in and what it is. And even if you wash it off and you wash it off, we're still getting some of that stuff in us. Of course we are. And, and you know, think about this. Whenever they genetically moderate food, Mm -hmm. they genetically alter the food. We don't know how that genetically alters us. Do we? No, we don't. I'm, I'm glad God gave us bodies that's really good about filtering it out. But the older we get, the less we're able to filter it out. Exactly. You know, and, and something I'm not even going to bring this up today, but I'll throw it in really quick is, is the Amish. I yes. just read a study and we can talk about it another day. If we have time later, we can talk about it. They, they just did a report and I can post it on my personal Facebook page later. The Amish, they did a study and they said, why is there no autism? amongst the Amish. Correct, correct. Why isn't there they autism? Couldn't, in this particular study, they couldn't find one case of autism within the Amish population. Now, some people say it's the food. Some people say it's the the option that they don't give the shots. The, right, The right. cupcake. I'm trying to be very careful right. what I say. I was just getting ready to say, watch your people. <laughs> not, watch your mouth. Watch your I'm mouth, Tabitha. Watch your mouth. going to say it as much as I would like to. Well, and exactly what you're saying Um, I keep talking about this, but it gave me the ground for why I want to fight is for years and years, I ran a preschool. And when I opened it up in 93, not that many of the children seemed like they had autism. By 2000, I would say, I watched children that came to us as an infant. And because they got several cupcakes, by the time they were three, they acted autistic. And so then... As the years went on, more and more children in my facility were autistic. So not knowing what I didn't know, my older children, I gave them all of those things in their arms. But by the time my baby came that was 14, I'm very selective on what she had, what she didn't have. Even if I chose to do it, I didn't give her more than one time. Because it's a thing. I watched it for 30 years. Children completely change. Right. And and yes, it's food and it's all of it. But it's, it's probably, we're doing this to our children. It's probably, in my opinion, a com- and this is only my opinion, a combination of all those things. I would agree. And in this yes. study, they also said that they predict that it within, I think it was within... 10 years, I'll have to go back and look at the study, that one out of every two children will have autism. One out of every two children. I mean, we have to start asking ourselves, what are they doing? What are they doing to us? Correct. Correct. What are they doing to us? Are they eating the same things we're eating? It makes you wonder. Are, are they? they getting the same things we're getting? I mean, it makes you wonder. Is the, are the scales really that 
equal? I don't think they are. Yes. I really don't think they are. And, and what is the agenda? I mean, they call it Agenda 30, but what's really what really is the agenda? Right. And when Donna's saying that she thinks it's the chemical fragrances that also can I be- I can believe that. Because, I can too. Because I can Donna, too. I, as much as I love wax melts, if I use a wax melt, I am so sick. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, I end up with sinus problems, allergies, everything under the sun. That makes sense. The stuff that's going in water. Somebody said fluoride. The stuff that's going in water. Think about that. Think Correct. of we. I think we have to start looking to the Amish I, for I, guidance. Yeah, yeah. Because whatever they're doing, it works. Right. Maybe all this technology and all the things we're trying to do to save ourselves is really just killing us and Correct. it's making us sick. And instead of us going back to the ways that we should be doing things, we're putting a Band-Aid on it, right? We are putting a Band-Aid, we're putting a Band-Aid on it. We're saying, okay, well, we're going to go back and instead of, instead of growing our own vegetables, instead of harvesting our own meat, we're going to just create more medicines. You get sick, we'll create a medicine to fix it. Exactly. You know, exactly. a, a virus comes out, we'll create something to fix it instead of getting to the root of the problem. Correct. And that they don't want to get to the root of the problem because it's like Munchausen. They are the ones giving us the problem. And then it's it's all money. It's it's all money back and forth. It they want to make us sick. So then they got to fix it to money. Correct. It all leads to money. You're a farmer. You, you know, you want to harvest cattle. Well, guess what? You better be ready to pay some hefty fees. You want to grow some crops and you better be ready to use our genetically modified, genetically engineered seeds, or guess what? You're not growing a darn thing. Correct. And and what's going to happen when those of us who are turning to homesteading, which is what I'm kind of embarking on right now. Yeah, you're smart about that. Well, what happens when they come and they seize your land to put a solar farm or a wind farm on it? I mean, how far are we going to let them go to fix the planet? Well, and, and the thing that you were talking about, you, you go into Illinois or other places and you see these windmills and you see all of these things going on and they're not even telling you that, okay, what happens to it when a tornado hits those? Where do we put those? It is all goes together that it's money, power, and I really do think they're purposely making us sick. I, I mean, there's, there's no question about it. And, and then what happens when you try to live off the grid? You know, in some states, you cannot live off the grid. We've talked about it. I've talked it about it many times. It would be hard, awfully you hard. You, you know, you're not allowed to collect rainwater. Correct. You know, and, and I don't know if this is true, but I have heard that if you're buying supplies to collect rainwater, if you're buying supplies where it looks like you're, you know, harvesting your own crops or animals, that they track you. I don't know if that's true. I think in California, but I've heard that. There, there is some tracking of that. I, I don't know that either, but I have an aunt that lives in California and she buys into all of that. And so she doesn't flush her toilet. She knows that if she buys these things, she's going to be tracked. And she lives in San Jose and she totally says, backs up what you're saying, but she agrees with them because she's lived out there for so long, she thinks it's saving the planet. She thinks it's green. The tea leaves are poop in the toilet forever. <laughs> I, would mean, Im- I would imagine anything you buy off of Amazon is definitely being tracked. For sure, for well, sure. And not only that, but now look at how many banks track your purchases. They do. If that you, too. You know, if you use PayPal, even, you know, I think maybe cash apps and different things like that might be a little safer. But, it, you know, if you use your debit card from your bank, most banks, not all banks, 
most banks track your purchases. Well, it Walmart goes into a database. Too. If you use Walmart, your card, definitely does. you can go back and look at your history yes. of everything you've ever bought if you use a card or you buy online. And so I guess the only way is if you paid cash, they wouldn't know. But most people don't pay most cash. People, well, that's anymore. why they. Well, that's exactly why they want to be a, a digital correct currency. Yeah, because, that's getting ready to say that. Yeah, that it, became obvious to me during the whole situation that we were shut down. I don't want to say the word because I'm not sure if that's going to get us in trouble. It, you could see, oh my goodness, we can't have cash now. We can't have cash. And when they first said it's because you don't want to touch it because germ to germ to oh, germ right. to germ, I'm like, get out, people. That I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. And so many. Many people just now are believing that. Even even some great conservative people that I used to work with, they bought into that. And now all of a sudden they're going, oh, I said that all along. Oh, I said that all along. You shouldn't take that. And oh, I said that all along. This was fake. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. I worked with them and I worked with other people. They bought it hook, line, and sinker. And a lot of people did it. And I understand why, because I do too. Fear, fear, fear. really can yes. play on your mind. Even if yes. you're the most skeptical person, even at the beginning of the C word, even I was a little worried. I thought, what in the world is going sure, on here? Sure. That was before the first case was ever even here in the US. Yes. I was like, what in the world is going on? You see the videos coming out of China and you're like, Correct. holy cow. Correct. Like, what's happening to these people? And, you know, it, more than anything, especially if we think it's a, a bioweapon. Right. Well, then what are they doing to us? Well, and I never doubted it wasn't real because there has been footage of Obama and Fauci over at the Wuhan lab. And Be careful I, with your words. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. At that place. I'm sorry. I don't know if that's going to get us in trouble, but <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And we adopted two girls from China and we saw exactly what was happening over there. So I had no doubt that it wasn't a, a bio weapon. I'm not even sure if I can say that, but I'm sure that it was. But the re reaction to it was the problem, not the actual thing that came over here. Well, it, exactly. It, you know, and, and back to digital currency, there's no doubt in my mind, no doubt, I have zero doubt that that is meant to track all of our purchases, everything we do. Because guess what? What better way to monitor someone, right? Correct. than to track everything they buy. And they've been doing it in China for years now. China went to an all digital system quite some time ago. And of course, during the sea times over there, that's how they tracked people. If you were supposed to be quarantined and you left and you went to a store to make a purchase, mm -hmm. they saw your transaction. Correct. And Correct. when they saw your transaction, then they knew what you were doing. And so everything in this country right now all of it is about Agenda 30. Yes, all it of it. Mm -hmm. Every single thing they are implementing, all of this ridiculousness. When we show the video later uh, about, when, oh, the hottest day and all of the different things that are going on, you know, fluorocarbons, just yesterday they passed this bill to reduce fluorocarbons. As a matter of fact, it passed, from what I understand, unanimously, Republicans and Democrats. I'll have to go back and look, but I'm quite certain it was. And to reduce fluorocarbons by 50%, by next year, 50% Wow! by next wow, year. Wow. And then by 85%, I think it is within five years. And you know what the goal is? To reduce the temperature by half, by half, by 0 0.5, 0 0.5 of a degree, wow. half of a degree, all of this to reduce our temperature by half of a degree. Now, do you really think that humans have that much control? What we do on this earth actually adjusts the temperature by half of a degree? There's no way. No way. There is absolutely 
no way. And when we watch that video and them trying to tell us that we just experienced the hottest day on earth ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. It, it, Do you want me to just pull the video up? You can, then we'll just talk about it yeah. a little bit more later. Oh, okay. Never mind. I didn't realize. I, I mean, we're talking about it now, so I figured. But no, yeah, pull it. We've got time. Pull it up. All right. We'll come back to it. That's not that's uh, not you're right. One. You're right. I swear. <laughs> I'm doing good today, guys. You're doing good. You're doing great, Joe. Yes, you are. It's the one with the weather. There you go. It was revealed yesterday that on Monday, Earth had its hottest day ever recorded. And that's not just one place having a high temperature record. That is every single temperature across the entire globe, average for the whole world, having the highest temperature we have ever recorded. And we know it's the hottest it has been for 125,000 years on Earth. That's back when Neanderthals roamed our planet. And this is a snapshot of what Earth looked like on Monday. These are the actual temperatures on Monday right across the planet. And we had some incredible records broken, but here's just a few. First of all, Canada. They had their record-breaking wildfires, burning an acre more than 8.7 hectares. And this continues to burn. And this is the worst wildfires they've had in Canadian history. Also over to China, they have record temperatures, record flooding. And we know that these record temperatures are now five times more likely because of climate change. On the other side of Earth, we have in Antarctica, record temperatures there as well. It's winter there. And they actually had temperatures above freezing the hottest July day they have ever recorded. And it looks as though we've had this record, breaking our previous record from 2016. It is likely to be broken again as we head through the coming weeks. And scientists say this is an alarm bell for how rapidly climate change is happening. And actually, even here at Hampton Court Palace, many of the gardens focusing on climate change, having drought-resistant plants because we're set to have hotter, drier summers here in the UK. Isn't that the funniest thing you've ever heard? And there are it people really out is. there who are going to believe this. Oh, for sure. They're going to say, oh, my God, we just had the hottest day since the even when the Neanderthals. They don't, they, they <laughs> don't know. even know. We didn't start tracking temperature until the 1800s. Yeah. You know, mid 1800s. And, you know, they can go back at geologists. They can look at rock formations. They can get an idea of temperature fluctuations. But if they're going to go that route, guess what? If you go back to the rock formations and you look at the temperature fluctuations, you know what that's going to tell you? That climate change doesn't exist. I don't know what's more concerning. Or not unnatural climate change. I don't know what's more concerning is that people are actually believing this or that they're actually putting this out there for us to believe. <laughs> right. Both of both it is equally as crazy. I, I do blame the media more than the people believing because you're brought up to just believe what you see in the news. I even know that my dad, who believed in propaganda, would still say, you need to watch, stop watching that junk and listen to the news. And the news is junk now. The news it's is... It's probably always been junk. The news but. has always probably been junk. Yes. It's probably always, always been manipulative to us, to us. And, I, and I, it's probably always been state-ran media. And what's so funny when you mention that, Lizzie, about the media is that it really makes me wonder how far back does it go? I, I would love to know that. How and, far does that go? And back? we know they're rewriting history now. Have yes. they always rewritten history? Makes me wonder. For maybe sure. everything we learned when we were in school, maybe none of it was even true, or half of it was true. You know, and 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 they made some mistakes because there were still people who wrote journals, people who wrote. And, and if you can read cursive writing, 
Right. Then you'll know what is true and is not because you can so go back and though. read those journals. But guess what? Now they don't they don't teach you how to read cursive writing anymore. They don't teach you how to create a signature anymore, right? Correct. So nothing's safe because you don't have a signature. Everybody just prints their names now because they don't have a signature. I mean, they're taking us back to the day of the X, aren't they? Yes, they are. Because, taking you know, back in the day, you, when you wrote an X, how could they, you know, discern one signature from the other? Exactly. When you're printing, how do they discern one signature from the other, when you don't teach cursive, right? How do you go back and look at historic documents? And and by historic, I don't even mean like the Declaration of Independence or something in a museum. I'm talking about a journal your grandmother wrote, right? That talked about the weather, that talked about gardening, that talked about you know old food, you know recipes and things that were natural and things they experienced. Mm-hmm. You can't read any of that. I think it's important that you teach your children or your grandchildren to read and write in cursive. All of my children know. My youngest was not taught it in school, but we taught her at home. And so she was literally the only person, and she even went to a private school in eighth grade that could read and write in cursive, the only one. Exactly. You know, I, I have family members that can't read cursive writing, you know, and, and I, I will talk to them about it. And they're like, well, not only can they not read it, you know, they can't write it, and they can't read it. So how, if I, let's say I, I gave them my grandmother's diary, they would have no clue. To me, when I look at cursive, it's so easy to see. To me, it almost looks like printing, but they really have no idea. They have no idea. And so when we're going through these, these climate classes, which is kind of what this is, they're teaching us fear the heat, you know, fear the cold. But what they're not talking about is, okay, maybe in one area, a few areas, it it was really hot, right? Right. Well, what about the areas where they're also experiencing record cold? You know, not record forever cold, Mm -hmm. but current records cold. What about all the flooding we see in different areas, right? Right. I mean, we have flooding, you know, at any given time on this earth, there are areas that are really hot, Mm -hmm. areas that are really cold, there are places where there are droughts, and then there are places that where there's uh, flooding. Yes. You know, on the East Coast right now, they're experiencing record flooding. I mean, and, and how much of that is manipulated? You know, we don't know. Right. It, it, it does make you wonder. And you know that they wanted to manipulate our minds to stay inside and do not go outside. And the very best thing for you is the heat and the sun. The yes. best thing you can do is stand in a body of water That's right. and have heat come down on you to, to natural, heal. Yeah, natural, natural sun natural. without sunscreen, without chemicals Correct. on your body. Correct. I just shared a post about that on my personal Facebook page just yesterday where the most natural thing you can do uh, as a, an animal, which is what we are, is to have your feet on the ground, your body in the water under the natural sun without sunscreen and chemicals on your body. Because when you put all of that on your body, guess what happens? Uh, it, it, for, first of all, it changes your chemistry Correct. because that stuff, se- it seeps it into seeps your in. skin. It seeps into your skin. We need we need the sun. You know, everything that's on this planet is there for a reason. It's because we need all of it. Correct. Everything that Mother Nature and God put in front of us, our bodies need it. That's why it's there. Right. And I am so guilty of the sunscreen thing. I've put 100 sunscreen on my kids and myself so as not to get skin cancer. So I'm guilty. And now they're finding, I think I've read studies. I don't know if you guys, if your mic's on, Kathy Helbig joining us, Steve Strick, in a minute, not quite yet. Um, It's coming, it's coming. It's coming. And and I would be curious, I I know there's so many people out there who have so much more knowledge about this stuff than I do, because I'm kind of just new to waking up to sunscreens. You know, me being a fairly fair-skinned person, 
you know, I've always used sunscreen. Mm-hmm. And then I, they did a study, I don't know if it was a couple of years, maybe a year ago, two years ago, <laughs> where they said people who use sunscreen actually have more cancers than people who don't. That's craziness. <laughs> that, that, yeah, well and, exactly. well, and that makes sense. And I am so guilty of, of putting it on, putting it on my kids, lathering, have every, from 30 to 70 to 100, all of that on. So I, we even do it now. I've been, am I on now? You you're are. On, you're on. on. I've been, I've been saying that for years because I have a daughter. Well, I have a daughter. Well, I really really bad do one of you guys have a phone? I maybe, do. Yeah, I don't, maybe if you could I turn it down, I think, because we're getting an echo. What's going on here? Yes, I do. You're just making an entrance. But it, it might not be well, your phone. It might not be your phone anyway. It's probably your um, mute on the laptop. I think it's me. Joe will fix it. I got it. I think I had your Facebook on. <laughs> Joe will fix it. How's that? How's that? So, almost. I don't know, before you guys leave, if you could come out in front of this main camera right here. You guys are dressed <laughs> so, so awesome. I, I mean, the, the suit jacket so and the shoes and the black dress, all of it. And they can only see your head. So before you leave, walk in front of the camera and wave. And, and we're going we're gonna to work on the echo. I'm not sure what it is. But either way, we are welcoming in. Okay. Kathy okay. Helbig, I think Steve we're good Strick now. We're with good. Experience Real Estate Partners. Thank you. And I'm so happy to see. As you guys see, Vic and Eric are out today. Yes. Hello. So you just have the women <laughs> I have today. Left Steve at home. It would have been an all girls show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're calling it the Girls, the girls power, power Day. Power. That's right. And so so happy to have you guys come in. Thank you. And I I know you guys walked in when we were talking about sunscreen yeah. and the sun. And I know Steve said he doesn't use sunscreen no. and it, it we, we, I know you guys have new age yes do you guys talk to people about these things not necessarily about well I mean our nurse practitioner I'm sure yeah <laughs> if she suspects something for sure she would but um but yeah we don't treat for that type mm-hmm. of thing yet <clears throat> but if she saw something that was alarming she would definitely get them I definitely think there's a need a, a need for businesses to mm-hmm. talk about these things yes for people to be able to, instead of going to a doctor's office, to come to someone and say, you know what, tell me the truth. Yeah. You know, just tell me the truth because yeah. no one's telling me the truth. Yeah. And now I have to go and seek the truth. Well, and then you know, you have to trust, well, who really knows well, the truth? Well, who's even telling you the That's truth? That's right. Who is it? <laughs> That's right. There's, there's, That's right. You don't know who to trust with anything anymore. You can't trust media. You can't trust you what can't. you read. You can't trust the internet. <clears throat> so you well, got to go with you your... Guys. Well, thank oh, you. You nice. gotta go with your gut, you know. <laughs> yeah. And when you were saying that, I I used to get sun poisoning as a kid, and so you would. And this was before sunscreen was a big thing. I would get it a little bit, but then it got worse, and I felt like it was worse. Now looking back, when I started using sunscreen, yeah. Then I have a daughter that's very fair skinned, and she would get terrible. Like first day, and I was always like, wow, that's weird because I would never get my son poisoning until it was like the fourth or fifth day in a row in the sun. Like it's fine, my skin was like screaming, stop, yes. right? Hers was the first day all the time, and she would cry and, and be crazy as a child with the sunscreen. And I started thinking, I wonder if it is the sunscreen, I mean, with the sun poisoning, the sunscreens that we're putting on her. So I started backing her off the of sunscreen. We changed different brands and things like that, but she got better. And I started thinking mm. to myself years ago, I wouldn't be surprised if the sunscreen is causing a lot of the skin cancer. Now, I'm not a scientist, and there I read a report. But I've read some things that 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 said exactly that. that. Yeah. I've also read reports, and and again, whether it's true or not, people have to use their own judgment, do their own research. That sunscreen is actually what causes sun that's, sickness. That's yes, and not See, where's the actual. The, where's sun. the testing with that? <laughs> right, right. Sunscreen right. companies right. don't want to do that, but well, I, right. I felt like it was the product because. 
to me, sun poisoning is your skin's reaction to too much. Right. And coconut she, oil. coconut See? oil. Okay. And I'm glad somebody she was reacting that, yeah. first day. Yeah, it, exactly. That's exactly right. Because we all have different sensitivities and tolerances mm-hmm. to chemicals. That's how I always think of it. And I, it's so funny that you guys were, that we're talking about this because I just read a report the other day. Remember, or I don't know about you guys, when I was young, because I'm as old as dirt, <laughs> uh, we we would use baby oil. Yes, in the I sun. Still do. Yes, <laughs> and, and, and you know, I just read a report the other day that said, "Do not use baby oil." Yeah, right. Do not yes. use beer. Yeah. I guess beer using beer for tanning is oh, like a new. I oh, I have never heard that one. And God I, I forbid, knew. use something natural yeah so you know back to the new age thing and i saw a comment on here i think it was aaron but vitamin d so if you take a vitamin Mm -hmm. d supplement it Mm -hmm. is supposed to be resilient to the uh uv rays Mm -hmm. i do take vitamin d every day i do unless it's the summer and i take it every other day yeah that makes sense vitamin d sun so much it's so important to your body it's so important yes. and they remember they used to not even test for vitamin d right, right. now they do because right. they realize that people who are low so on vitamin d are susceptible to cancers <coughs> and other yes. illnesses it's yes it's Being pretty crazy tired. and you'll notice I'm the tired, further yes. north you go the more deficient people are in vitamin mm-hmm. d correct it's natural correct. It but they natural. don't realize that and what's right. crazy is they will literally throw us in platform jail for talking about it <laughs> right. <laughs> right yeah so if we get banned we, we know it was say, from vitamin d so then now we know What's going on? Yeah. I know. We'll need a code word for that today. <laughs> we need a code word for everything except yes. for real estate. Yes. And I'm so happy. I have so many questions for you guys. Not, right. not as many as Eric would have if Eric was you here. You are uninterrupted today, <laughs> so you get to go for yes. it. <laughs> but anyway, so how has is the market changing? Have you been keeping track of the number of houses that are out there? Yes. So I did take a peek on the way in today because it's always a question. We actually have a strong week, um, 546, I want to say it was, new listings, which for the middle of July is is good compared to the numbers that we've seen in the weeks prior. Because typically you start seeing people slow down. They've already put their houses on the market. You know, by August, we see a slowdown in the summer rush, I would say. So I'm happy with seeing that mid to upper fives of new listings. This is a Wednesday, so they always tick up by tomorrow or Friday, too, because the end of the week is when most people try to have their house on the market. So we'll probably have 600-ish or so new listings this week. Um, Still seeing plenty of activity, still having multiple offers. It's pretty much a broken record at this point of what's happening with real estate. But there are the, the individual houses that have not sold that are taking price adjustments. So if you're looking to negotiate, find one that's been on the market for a little while, you might have a chance of being able to negotiate not having other people bid against you. But then again, it seems like it's, I don't know, it's Murphy's Law as soon as, oh yeah, as soon as you find that one house, it's like, oh, it's been on the market for 110 days. I'm going to make an offer. And then somebody else makes an offer that same right. day. Isn't that Always. funny? Yes, that crazy. Happens. I know. And you know, I, I ran into one of our listeners the other day and they wanted to make sure I asked you this. Okay. <laughs> because they're, they're in the market, you know, they're looking, they, they probably have already called you by now. They said they were going to. See. And, and their question was that when they're actually out there and they're getting ready to make their bid or whatever they're doing, uh, they're looking at a house, they find the house they really want, they want it, they want to get ahead of everyone else. Just, I mean, that's the name of the game right now, isn't it? Trying to get ahead mm-hmm. of everyone else. Yep. And they said, well, what happens if I don't get an inspection? Mm-hmm. Because they want to buy it, they just want the house. Mm-hmm. If they don't have an inspection, mm-hmm. and then when they move in, if they find that a lot of things aren't working the way they were supposed to, do they have any recourse? 
It depends on what the things would be. And so I'm talking about if, big things, right. not little things, but big things. it's something that should have been disclosed, disclosed yeah. because the, the seller should have known, did know or should have known, then potentially they have action. But it's, it's a lot to go back and prove that the seller knew something. So it has to be something that you can prove. Something, or, or something obvious, I would assume. Obvious, correct. So if you find, let's say you go in the attic and you find there's this makeshift whatever that's holding something back that you discover later. Clearly, somebody knew about it, but you'd also have to know, was it that seller or was it the seller prior to that? So again, you have to, it depends, it's a case-by-case situation. What is the situation? Is it something that you can absolutely prove without a shadow of a doubt that this particular seller would have known about it or was hiding it? Then yes. But the problem is <coughs> litigation is so expensive. It, it, yes. Is it even worth it? <clears throat> is it worth it? You know, we're we're dealing with the situation. Sorry, I'm lots to talk about today. Go for it. <laughs> we're dealing with a situation now that a buyer refused to come to closing. And there isn't Monday. it isn't this was Monday. Yeah, refused yeah. to come to closing. And so you know, the recourse for the sellers to why? sue them. But why? Without getting into a bunch of details, they did not like the sellers. It really? Got to the so point. it was a personality thing. It wasn't that they didn't like the house. So they decided. I think that's important to, yes. to say. Are they not buying? So they backed out of the whole deal? They or they out just. Of the whole deal. Because they don't like. According the to their seller? agent. Now, so the inspection part got hairy. Apparently, they didn't like how the negotiations went, but the negotiations settled. Everybody agreed on the repairs. Wow. <clears throat> Everybody agreed on what was happening. Um, the buyers come to the walkthrough, pick the house apart again, oh, which wow. is outside of their scope of a walkthrough. So walkthrough is to go back and make sure the house is in the same condition minus normal wear and tear, and that the repairs that were supposed to be made were made in an acceptable or spe- specified manner according to what you agreed upon. So none of the items that they were picking on had anything to do with what they negotiated. So it was mm-hmm. like above and beyond or you know, just being ridiculous. Things like um, all their things aren't out of the house. Well, guess what? The things don't have <laughs> to be out of the house, house. until right, the closing right, day. Right. Until you actually pay the funds, Yeah, those people's things can still be in the house. There was like a baseboard behind a bed is damaged, like silly things like that. <clears throat> so that started it. And then there was arguing, you know, be- between the two. They wanted to <clears throat> decrease the price. They wanted to come back and renegotiate oh, wow. the price by a huge sum well, of money. Well, you can't do that. No. Well, right. No. Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the point. So all this was going on over a few days. We tried to extend the closing to try to accommodate one of the things that they were, you know, complaining about. And it just got to the point where, you know, at the, at the very beginning at this walkthrough, the agent disclosed, the other agent disclosed to our agent that they didn't realize there was a pet in the property and that the child's, one of the children is allergic to pets. Are they planning on not cleaning? What, wouldn't you oh, yeah. find that out in the inspection? On, that was on the disclosure. Yeah. Oh, wow. So that's on them. Right. So we are feeling like all these things are, they're looking for excuses to it get out like now it. because they missed something. Yeah. But then they just don't come to closing. So what do you do? You can't do that. Can well, you? Can't, you can't do that. Because, well, I mean, from the lending perspective. But I can't go drag them in. But you'll lose your money in escrow. You just hand. have to suffer the consequences of your actions. Or what are the consequences? Going back to the cost of litigation, 
Now right. the seller's got to pay all this money to go chase a buyer. To, so Can the seller yeah. keep the escrow is, money, though? Do they get that? But it's usually only a little tiny bit. Not enough to make a difference. But oh, yeah, that's the okay. thing I want to talk about, too. That's a misconception with, with earnest money. Earnest money, if you're, if you're a seller right now, your goal should be to try to collect as, as much earnest money as is as reasonable. But everybody thinks if one party defaults, the other party automatically gets that money. And that is not the case. So just because this buyer doesn't come to closing doesn't mean that the title company now goes and hands the money to our seller because the title company is a third party. They're oh. not going to make that call mm -hmm. of what if I'm making things up and telling it to the title company? What if, what if our mm -hmm. perception is mm -hmm. completely different than the buyer's perception, which it always is? So now you got two parties coming after their, their funds with different opinions. The title company is not going to be like in the Bible where they said, tear the kid apart. You know, whoever doesn't say tear That's the kid right. apart is, you know. <laughs> so I'm butchering that Bible verse, sorry, but you know what I mean? So they're not going to take that legal risk. So that money then sits at the title company for up to a year until there's either a court order or until all of the parties involved sign a release and tell the title company where the earnest money goes, which usually when you have parties that aren't getting along, doesn't happen. They're not going to agree. And it's not always <coughs> that much money to make a difference anyway. Right. But sometimes it's a thousand dollars. Even though you're not going to get it. They're not getting it either. So right. it does make a little bit of a difference to have a decent amount of earnest money because somebody's going to walk away from $1,000 easy. Exactly. That's not, if I'm buying a five, six, seven dollars $700,000 house and I put $1,000 earnest money down, mm -hmm. if I don't want to buy it, you'll just walk away. Keep my money. Exactly. Yeah, sue me. Good luck. Because by the time you go check out the attorney fees and what all it's going to take, 99% of the people don't pursue it. That's true. Which is sad because then buyers get away with Defaulting. Something well, something similar, something crazy happened to me. I think I maybe brought it up on the show before. We were looking at a house <clears throat> out in Steelville, Missouri. You know, we really liked it. We were just a couple days away from closing, and then we found out the house didn't even belong to the seller. Yes, <laughs> yes. And it, it, yeah. it, she had crazy? claimed to yes. be married when, in fact, she was never married. And between the time that the contract was written and the time of the closing, the uh, the, the the man had died, passed away. Uh, but they were never married. Mm. So it wasn't even her house. Yes, and there is no, we, I mean, all you can do is walk away. Yeah. What are you right, going to do? Right, yeah. Right. yeah. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. It, it, but I'm curious, how does it work, Steve, from a lending perspective, if somebody walks away at the last minute? Because you've done all the work, let's say. Sure. You've put the whole everything together. You know, they have the funding. Well, what now? Do they just have funding on another house? So does everything end? From the lending perspective, yeah, pretty much everything ends. Mm -hmm. You know, there is no wow. recourse with the lender. And, I, you know, Part of me <laughs> believes that that's not fair. Yeah, right. Because a lot of time, all of, me all of the that. time, the real <laughs> yeah. estate yeah. Um, agents are the people that are getting stuck in these legal battles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, in this particular case, I actually think that the lender was possibly siding with the person that was pulling out. Mm -hmm. So they were yeah. trying to find oh, wow. things okay. because lender, we find out that they have a personal relationship. Come up with Got it. To get them out. That's, oh, isn't yeah. that unethical? Way out of, it's totally, way out unethical. of her scope. She was acting way out of her scope. And, you know, like what you said, we've got another one right now where Bank of America, again, where we tell people, stop using these big banks. I and Right, right, especially Bank listen. of America. And this particular client would not listen because he thinks he's getting a better deal, which when we looked at it, isn't even a better deal. Warned him all the way along, first time buyer, wasn't gonna listen, wasn't gonna listen, wasn't gonna listen, and now we're to the point where 
We're closing this week. Bank of America is just now coming back asking for this and that. Past their finance contingency date, this buyer is now on the hook for this loan, whether he gets it or not, because they waited until after that date. And of course, they're saying we think we're going to have to push closing, which they do almost every single time. And that put time. does that put uh, the the buyer at a lot of yes, risk? Yes, the if buyer they push is the at risk because can't come Monday when his finance contingency ends, he doesn't have a, a safety net anymore. The contract is like it was written without having a finance contingency. So once your lender passes that date, if they don't have all their T's crossed and their I's dotted by that date, and then something in underwriting goes wrong between then and the closing date, that's on the buyer. So the buyer doesn't really have recourse with the lender though. Mm. So, and the lenders, wow. a lot of them don't care. And that probably happens more often than people think. All I would, time. I know, I always tell people, never use U.S. Bank, Bank of America. No. God forbid, don't use Wells Fargo. <laughs> right. <laughs> all, they're gone. All yes. of the, yeah. 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 They're out. They're yeah. Out. Horror stories. They have to be after what they yeah. did to people. Yes. You know, it, it's, it's, it is a crazy situation. To me, you have to go to a small personal lender, somebody that you can talk to, somebody that can work these things out for you. It's more personal because I've dealt with U.S. Bank and Bank of America and these places and you have no idea who it is. You know, they don't answer. They might even call you back for a few days. Mm -hmm. Correct. You know, it's very impersonal and you have no, they have no relationship with the underwriter. They have no idea what's going on. I think you need to work with a company that specializes in mortgages. Yes. So Bank of America, they have car loans, they have deposits, they have student loans, they have uh, mortgages, they have all of these things. Whereas a lot of independent mortgage bankers or brokers, they specialize in that every single day. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's their focus. Now, as far as focus, is there any specific things you guys want to talk about today that maybe we haven't thought of? No, it was actually going to be about <laughs> earnest money. Oh, really? Oh, and that's yeah, good. Yeah, we kind of walked right into into my topic is earnest money and recourse for people when somebody doesn't doesn't close. Because here's an, another thing that people don't understand: the recourse for sellers if a buyer defaults is not just to go after the earnest money. So they can make a claim for the earnest money. So they can make the demand if the buyer doesn't agree to sign the, the earnest money over, then they will go to an attorney and make a demand that way. And then they can take it one step further. So there's also a lot of misconception with agents and title companies, it still shocks me both, that you're, as a seller, if you're being told that you have to sign a mutual release before you put a house back up on the market, you're being told wrong. Ooh. That is wrong information. Because a mutual release is releasing all of the parties of all of their obligations. And if you don't agree that you want to release somebody from a default situation, and you want to be able to then, which the contract says, you can then sue them for losses and damages. How do you know what your losses and damages are until you sell the house again? Right. Correct. Right. Correct. So you're, you put the house back on the market. If they didn't close by the closing date, the contract terminated. It, it didn't release people, but it ended. So now your obligation as, as a seller doesn't have to just sit there because, that sell, because the buyer is holding you hostage. Otherwise, buyers would hold the sellers hostage all, all day long to get their earnest money back. So they go back on the market, they take another offer. Let's say that offer ends up being $15,000 less. Let's say they had to stage their house because they moved out. Mm 
Right. People don't and know that happens so often. all the time. <laughs> it doesn't fall apart till the day of, right? You don't know that's not closing till the day of. Exactly. So now you've got to pay for $5,000 in staging. You moved. You've, pay, you've got to pay a mover to do something. Right. You now have to hold the mortgage for another two or three months till you close again. You have to mow the lawn. All these things are yes. losses to you. Those are your damages and your losses that then after you can document all that, you then can file a suit to go after that previous buyer for all of that, not just that fifteen two thousand dollars in earnest money. But but is it worth it? Because like in that our, is the thing. Because is in our situation it? with that house that we found out in Steelville that we absolutely loved, we we sold the property mm-hmm. that we were renting out to mm-hmm. people a duplex. We sold that duplex uh, income, what's which was income that was coming in, so that we could purchase this right. house. So then at the last minute when everything falls through, well guess what? We no longer own that in, that property that we use, you know, partially for income. So now what? You know that, and then you go back to the lending phase. Yep. It changes everything yep. because now you don't have yeah. that income coming in because you sold it. Right. Correct. Correct. And, and there is a big loss there. We had something. What? I've oh, seen sorry. people do it. Yes, I've had something very similar. It's almost in the same area. It was in Owensville. We went to buy a house as a second property, a big farm, and all of that. Went to closing and found out we couldn't close as well because there was a same thing, a death in the family. Mm-hmm. And the mom wasn't allowed to sell it. The kids then also wanted to keep the house. Their dad had died. Mm -hmm. And so that was a whole ordeal. We had money in there. Took us forever to get our money back. And our realtor at the time did say, you can sue them. I was not going to sue the daughter. Because that was her daddy's house. But it was a big ordeal for us. But in those type of situations where it's a title issue. And they can't provide clear title. Mm -hmm. You do have rights to go back to the seller to have them pay for your expenses. Yes. yes. Of that deal. So your appraisal, your inspections, those type of things, if it's over a title issue. Yes, and we did have that done. It took a long time for them to agree to that, but it did end up happening. And and that's exactly why you need an experienced lender. A good realtor. And a good experienced realtor. Because, you know, uh, there's people who I see out there, and it's nightmares, who are doing for sale by owners. Yes. And they're not going through any of this stuff. I didn't even know you could skip some of these steps. Yes. But you can. (laughs) And more now than ever before, I think, you have to have a good, reputable real estate partner. Because if you don't, there is so much going on. There's so much conniving going on and less houses. So you have to have a realtor. And of course, we're partial to you guys for sure. But I wouldn't hesitate to recommend you guys and have because you can't have Joe Blow selling right. your house. You 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 can't. Mm-hmm. You absolutely can't have that these days. Or working on your behalf of buying. Well, know. especially yeah. because there is very little options for recourse. Correct. You have Correct. to do it right the first time. And if somebody is wanting to get out of something, what first the first line of defense for that is try to find a mistake somewhere. F- try to find something little that wasn't exactly done perfectly to then weasel your way out. So that's why it is, again, important to hopefully be dealing with people that know how to, how to craft a contract pretty airtight. And then, again, if you have legal representative, that helps too. I think the ones I've seen that really pushed it to, to the maximum probably had attorneys that were relatives or something like that where it, it helps their um, cost was a yes, little bit yes, more cost yes. effective to pursue. And basically it gets to be the point of, of a settlement most of the time yes. before it goes to court. Yes. I was I was talking with an agent the other day and this agent called the real estate agent 
on the other side. The real estate agent basically hung up on her. Yes. Oh, no. Then this same agent that I was talking to called the lender on that same deal. The lender hung up on her. Mm. The oh listing agent. Yeah. Wow. And then these people get out of the deal. That real estate agent on the other side posts pictures of the house that they just got out of. Are you serious? It might, Are you it might kidding? Not be the same deal we were talking about earlier, but the point is, is where's the integrity of that real estate agent? Zero. Are they really acting like that? So wow. they took these pictures and put them on Facebook yesterday. And if they're That's doing unreal. that, unreal. Uh, well, it is. It's unreal. Whenever somebody doesn't have integrity, don't think they're going to have integrity for you. Exactly. Right. That's my point. So they're <laughs> doing right. this to the other side. What happens if you get on the other side? It, Correct. That's exactly right. Tells Terrible. You. I mean, Tells that you. is that that to me is just. <laughs> unacceptable it is yeah. you know it, it's such a i can't even imagine what a crazy my mom sold real estate back in i don't know like the 80s and 90s you know way back in the day and i remember everything seemed so easy back Everybody then was cool. yeah, yeah. 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 people together. were nicer I think. and it was easier you know to get nice. loans back then yeah. you yes. know because my parents back in the day they used to always get loans with u.s bank as much as mm-hmm. now they would never do that but back then it was easy because they would go in u.s bank knew them you know, they'd given them loans before. They would just approve it. Didn't really have to submit anything. Now it's like a whole different yeah. story. It's it like it, across the street from me right now, there's a house that's for sale. Well, it's it's technically coming soon. It's been coming soon for like three months now. Oh, boy. And I'm really well, wondering. that's not legal either. Oh, it's <laughs> right? not? No. They haven't had that well, sign you're out in Illinois, so they're No, no, no. Here. Okay. Here. Okay. Here yeah, in, in O'Fallon. Legal. 21 days is coming soon and that's it. <laughs> Okay. And so, and I, and I was wondering about that, about whenever you see these houses that are now saying coming soon, I don't remember seeing all that before. Mm-hmm. Has that always been a thing where people so put the signs up that said coming probably soon? probably started 15-ish years ago. A little bit, you'd see a coming soon rider on a sign here or there. It really, really heated up once social media, I want to say about 2010, is when social media really use the coming soon phase as as an advantage for the people that were active on social media. Then in 2020, I believe it was, uh, the National Association of Realtors came in and put parameters around the coming soon process and stopped agents from being able to market a property as coming soon without it being in the MLS. Mm. Then they came back and after the the crazy real estate market went nuts. Then they came back and put parameters down again around whether you can show a coming soon home or not, which has the rules keep changing every year or two. So now if it says coming soon in St. Louis, you cannot show it. Up until a year ago, you could show coming soon. And you soon. can't even show pictures of it. Is that correct? You can on coming soon. You can. Because yeah. I, I always see these like different pictures. Like, yeah, like just a few pictures. You I'll see a photo of like the driveway and it'll say coming Probably soon. Probably because I'm like, they haven't taken their professional photo. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. That no, makes you sense. can show photos. You can market it, but you can only do that for up to 21 days. Uh-huh. And then you have to turn it active. Because okay. they don't want you, basically your days in the market aren't counting when you're incoming soon in the MLS. So they don't want you scamming the MLS by that going in for two months, showing the property and you don't have a clock starting. 
that makes a lot so of sense. So that's why they said, you know what, if it's truly coming soon, then no one can see it. Yeah, I always thought it as a... that as a marketing stage. I always think of it as like, what's behind the curtain? We're going to show you the patio. Right. Yeah. What does the house <laughs> right. look like? Yeah. You won't find out. But you, you want to know, right? <laughs> But you do yeah. want to know. know yeah. more yeah. You yeah. do want... Wait, it what, works. What are you hiding? Yeah. It definitely yeah. works, because that's exactly right. <laughs> For sure. You do want to know more. But I, during that coming soon period, when we started seeing people try to beat the system, yes. they would send in sight unseen offers... That's oh. contingent upon viewing it. Oh, okay. So you're getting yourself first in line. Right, to get okay. Your terms accepted. But then when you walk through the house, if you go, oh, this driveway was not a good depiction of what this house right, is, right. then you can pull out. Oh, that makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Absolutely. So, so Kathy Helbig, Steve Strick, yep. experienced real estate partners. You How can it. people reach out to you? Our number, mine's 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653. Or find us online at experience-re, as in real estate, dot com. Steve, how they reach you, hon? You can't. No. can't oh, come on now. You can't. He's not. No, you can, you can call my cell or you can um, you know find us online at thestrickgroup.com. Uh, my cell phone. S-T-R-I-C-K, not C-T. Correct, correct. Or 314 Three seven four zero seven seven zero. Shoot me a text. Uh, I'd like to hear from somebody this week. <laughs> yeah, no cool. kidding. Whatever it is. Well, and there's Drew on the chat line. He said he went through four, and he's our resident all Democrat. Terrible. And they Drew, were all I, awful. He, I said, call Kathy and Steve. Here's the thing. It's like any industry. Yeah, there's bad in there. There are bad, and there yes. are good. Yes. So don't yes. throw the baby out with the bathwater. Absolutely. Isn't yeah. isn't that? She's right here. A- yeah, absolutely. I agree. And you guys make such a great team. And then you, you have New Age. How can people yes. reach you at New Age? New Age is spelled N-E-U, so that's the trick. So it's yes. uh, finding us, neuage.com. And if you jump on the on that website, you can book an appointment, consultation, super easy. Uh, just pick what you want to come in for medical weight loss, hormone replacement therapy, TRT, any, any of that. You is- can Google it, too. Yeah, I mean, it, it's yeah. an easy way to do it. So, yeah, it's a new spelling of new age. Mm-hmm. So. I love that. I like it. I do, too. I, I love I like the N-E-U. Yeah. A-G-E. That's you pretty need. neat. I know. Yes, yes. I know. Well, it's so glad to have you guys Thank in. you, guys. Thank you. Did thank you have you. anything you want to add? down today. Yeah, girl, girl power. <laughs> but before you leave, really, yes. you have to come <laughs> here. Oh, and that's like, right. You, you come out in front of this camera right, right here. And it's and I'm sorry to put you guys on the spot, but right here in front of me. Right here, okay, Joe. Can you put? Yeah, there you go. Okay, and there they are. Yeah, scoot to. Yeah, there's Kathy, and then Steve. You're not in the picture. There you go. Just a beautiful, beautiful couple inside and out. You guys always inside look fantastic. And, out. and you know what I like about you two so much is there's so much turmoil in the world today, and there's so many couples with so much turmoil. You guys are soulmates. You can tell it. You guys are adorable. And kudos to you two because it's a rare thing we're seeing. We're these still days. going through the same world. Yeah. Everybody else. Yes, you are. Just what's you your are. perspective? That's, that's you guys a, have a great exactly perspective. It. It's all about perspective, and you guys have a great one. I admire you both very much, though. Thanks, ladies. Like Bye. Thank have you. a great day. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, ladies. Have a good week. Bye-bye. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. Love, love, love having them come in. I do, too. They and, are the and they really are. And I people. meant every word I said when I really admire them. Because in this day, there's so many people pulling at you. And and couples are having such a hard time. And they and they just are having a difficult world to live in, like they said. And they just rock it. 
it's the same world we live in, but they rock it. I know. And they do such a fantastic they job. They do. Such a fantastic job. On that note, we are going to take a quick break. Vic, Eric, out today. I'm Tabitha Hassel, Lizzie Sparks, Pro Joe, behind the dark window in our Carol House Lounge. Woohoo! And uh, we will be right back. Make sure you check out our sponsors. You've waited, and now it's here. The unveiling of the latest Carol House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke with my sister Amy inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. Marco, wait. What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or find her online at experience-re.com. As all of you may know, the home of the Cancel This Studio is located at the all-inclusive private jet hangar, Strategic Air Services. Founded in Chesterfield, Missouri, they take pride in offering a meticulous approach to private aviation through services that fully manage your trip from takeoff to landing. Strategic Air Services is more than just storage for your aircraft. They offer state-of-the-art amenities to its members and guests. When you are not traveling, you have the luxury of enjoying their world-class gym, conference rooms, lounges, and so much more. Strategic Air Services offers an unparalleled luxury experience for all things private aviation. If you're looking for a new place to call home for your aircraft, give them a call today at 636-400-7601. Again, that's 636-400-7601 or visit their website at strategicairservices.net. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Good morning, folks. I'm Tabitha Hassel with Cancel This. Lizzie Sparks in the studio. Girl Power Day Pro Joe back in the Carroll House Lounge. Eric and Vic are out today. As a matter of fact, Vic and Eric will be out tomorrow as well. I will be out tomorrow. 
Lizzie is going to be holding down the fort. I'm going to be here all by myself in this whole big room. Well, Joe will be on the other side in the Carol House Lounge. Maybe. So, yeah, maybe. So it might be just <laughs> maybe, me. And if it not. is, could you imagine the cluster that would be? So you guys might just want to check in to see what the cluster it's going to be like tomorrow. <laughs> it should be interesting. And yes, then- it should be really cool. And we've got some great guests, and I won't tell you who they are till tomorrow because it's going to be a surprise. And, and the, you're going to love them. You're going to love them. I have no doubt. We will all be back on Friday for a typical Friday ensemble. I don't know what we're going to be talking about Friday, but it'll probably be some good stuff. It will be. And it's after a week of insanity. It is so fun to just blow off some steam on Free For All Friday. Well, it is. It's a fun day. And it's easy to do because the world is crazy right now. You don't even have to make up crazy stuff. Correct. Because the world, the world is crazy. And, you know, speaking of crazy, where I wanted to continue on, you know, Most of us watch Judicial Watch, right? Yes. I think all of us do. And of course, they're being incessantly attacked for For the truth that they are telling. And I came across this video yesterday. Joe's going to play it for us. It's Tom Fitton with Judicial Watch. He's going to be talking about the military. And, you know, over the past year or so, I've brought up the military fairly often. You know, military and police. I'm a huge, huge, huge supporter of both the military and the police. And I... Do you guys remember when, maybe a year ago, whenever they came out and they said, okay, you know, the the Biden administration, they wanted all of the police chiefs and all of the military commanders to do some recon on their officers and on their various troops to see if they were conservative, see if they're watching Trump videos, see if they're posting Mm, conservative news, mm, mm, mm. see if they have a thin blue line flag or something else. And if they do, we need to try to get rid of them. Because we don't want them in our ranks, right? So I'm wondering, and apparently Tom Fitton is wondering too, is our military under the Biden administration, are they being trained to take us from a republic to a socialist state? I would really like to know. So we're going to play this video of Tom Fitton with Judicial Watch, and then I want to know what you guys think. They're being trained to hate America. They are trying to alienate our nation's military from the America that they're trying, uh, that they're presumably wanting to defend. And you know, most of those guys and gals who are in these academies, they, they wanna do what you think they would wanna do joining the military, which is uh, uh, you know, defend the United States from all enemies, foreign and domestic. Uh, but their leadership isn't interested in that anymore. They're interested in using the military uh, as part of a cutting edge revolutionary cadre uh, to uh, change America uh, from a republic, uh, in my view, uh, to a racialist, socialist, Marxist state. What do you think? That's heavy. Don't we see it playing yes, out before it's our playing, eyes? He's, he's telling the truth. And if you've never, say if you're somebody that you've never heard that before, but you believed it, your heart just sank. It just I, sank. What do you think, Joe? I don't see how else they'll get the military to defend what they're, the Agenda 30 and all that unless they, if they don't do that. And, and that's exactly yes. right. That's yes. exactly right. That's exactly. Because I think that they know 
the military, the police, they are us. We are them. You know, we support conservatives largely support the military. Yes. And the police. We I feel like we are all part of the same family. We all have the same goals and aspirations and we all want to live in a safe country. And, you know, we want to protect our country with everything we have. And we may not like the current leadership. Correct. You know, we may not like what's going on, but we still love our country, don't we? Absolutely. And we still want to preserve our American values. Our American values yes. aren't maybe what they used to be Correct. if you're on one side of the one side of the uh, country, but if you're on the other side where we are, we we do still we still do have American values. We do, and we still there there was somebody on the Rumble chat line earlier that had said America has never been good. Well, I he may he he may be right if all they've been lying all of this time, but that doesn't stop me from loving this country more than I love most everything else. Exactly. I think we all have a very fundamental love of our country. Yes. Look at the front of my desk. You know, I I have an American flag. Look right here next to me. Uh, You know, I have an American flag. If you go to my home here in O'Fallon, guess what? I have a giant American flag outside. Yes. If you go to our home that we just bought out in in Vandalia, Illinois, guess what? It it has a big flag right out front. You know, because don't we, aren't we proud of our country still? Despite despite everything they're trying to do to us. I I totally agree. Same thing. When you come up to my house, you see American flags everywhere. And it's sad that it's gotten to the point that if you see an American flag, you're racist now, right, that you're a bad person (laughs) and that you don't like everybody else in the world. But I've always said, if you are a CEO of a company, say it's McDonald's, you're not going to have a Burger King sign up. Same thing with America. You can love everybody in the world, but your home is where you need to put your loyalty, period. That's, that's why so many people are vying for, you know, Donald Trump, because he is the CEO that loves America, and he makes it evident, despite all of his flaws, that's, that's why we gravitate to him. And no question about it. And, and he loved America long before people even knew who Donald Trump was. You know, there's no question about that. But Perfect. now, yep. Now we have the Biden administration in charge. And, and technically, what is our president? They are the leader of the military. They are the top commander of the military, aren't they, of, of the United States Armed Forces. So so technically, Biden, I don't consider him to be the president. I but either. technically, I he is either. the leader of the armed forces. And I don't think, I can't speak for most of our military members, but I don't think they view him as their top commander. I really don't. We, we all know he's not calling the shots. But the people who are calling the shots, the the Agenda 30 folks, I I think the shots they're calling is let's weed out of the military and the police. Let's weed out the conservatives. Yes. Let's weed out the people who, you know, and and it's not just about Trump. You know, Trump is to me just a symbol. I agree. It's not the man. Trump is the symbol of America first. Right. Of the people. I call it the people's party. You know, that's just what how I call it. You know, they they're really they're coming after us. Just like Donald Trump said, it's not about him. No, it's about it's about us and the military and the police. They are us for the most part. Yes, I would agree with that. And I have no doubt that what they are doing right now with their recruiting, with the, 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 we see the recruitment videos. Yes. We see what's going on. We're not blind. We yes. see it. And if you're in the military, all of a sudden things that, 
were never part of the military, things you never heard, things that were forbidden. And now, I don't know if you heard saw this story. Was it was it Pendleton? Was it Camp Pendleton? I can't remember. Or I don't think it was Fort Bragg. It's Fort Bragg. Uh, Pendleton sounds about right. Pat, Fort Bragg has had their own issues. You know, yes. recently, a lot yes. of missing people turning up at Fort Bragg. Uh, a lot of missing people at Fort Bragg. Right. And now, I, I think it was Camp Pendleton, but I'd have to go back and look. Somebody on the comment line probably knows. Most recently, they found a 14-year-old girl stashed away on the military base. And they're claiming that she's being used for sex trafficking right here at at our own Uh. American military base. We have to ask, what is going on? How is this happening? You know, how how is it? I mean, in our military, don't you think that they know where everyone is? That they know For what sure. everyone's doing? There's so much accountability. How are they able to hide this 14-year-old girl in a barrack? On a military base. On a uh, military right? base. How do you get on a military base without being... Exactly. I mean, maybe yeah. they yeah. put her in the trunk, hit her under the seat. Yeah. I have no idea. But it really makes me wonder what is going. I will always support our military because I still will always believe there's more good than bad. Yes, but I have no doubt they're trying to turn our military against us. They are. We. I'm tonight going to a graduation for someone that is becoming a police officer here locally in St. Charles County. For any of you that are listening national, it's it's outside of St. Louis in a I would say conservative suburb. And it's right here where the academy is, and I am flabbergasted at what they're learning at the academy. Uh, his father was a police officer. They're a very conservative family, and the woke agenda in the curriculum is unreal. He's he's so upset. He, he feels he's one. I, I think the class has 15 people in it, and he thinks he's one of two that are conservative and the rest are very woke. And they were talking about, you know, how to talk to people about being, you know, gay or all of these things that I understand that you have to understand the culture of the people that you're in, but they weren't talking as much about gun safety and robbery. It's all this woke stuff. It was so discouraging to hear that. It, it, it's, I'm curious of whether do they do they still take an oath to the Constitution? Like not not just like not just the police, but the military also. I would think so. Yeah, I would, would think so. I would think so. And and I really still think we're at a turning point right now where it's not that bad yet. But if Correct. they continue the recruitment strategies they're doing, if they continue on the plan, uh, the you know the Plan Thirty agenda, the Agenda Thirty plan, we're going to soon be there where the the scales will tip. And we will reach a point where our military maybe doesn't support us as much. They will, you know, support the Democrat regime, but not we the people. Right. And, and I do really also think that based on the recruiting that I've seen and things I'm hearing about, at some point, a lot of our military may end up not caring about the Constitution. They may think, just like the Democrats do, that the Constitution, it's just a suggestion. Right. It doesn't really have meaning. It's racist. It's, you know, goes against their values and blah, blah, blah. What's going to happen when our military no longer honors the Constitution? Then where are we going to be? That is a scary thought. It it really is a scary thought. Joe, I sent you a photo, if you could pop it up, of the WEF and their 30 agenda, their Agenda 30 plan. And I'll tell you what, and if you can't find it, it's not that big of a deal. But not there's a meeting coming up with the WEF. And when this meeting comes up, you know what they're going to be discussing? They've already announced it. It's on their page. They've already announced it. They're going to be talking about fast-tracking Agenda 30. Fast-tracking Agenda 30. Because guess what? We are not moving fast enough. For them, right. We're not moving fast enough. And it's really 
it's really scary to me that we're having to think about these things. Yes. It's really scary to me that we have to think about it. Because what do you think happened to mess up their plan? Trump, right? Right. He messed the whole thing up. Because, he, you know, Trump came in and he said, okay, we're going to go America first. America first is not the same as Agenda 30 because Agenda 30 is against America. Right. Polar opposite. Exactly. It, it is the exact And they're afraid again that he's coming back. And it's like you said, it's not just him. It's all of us that want him there, not because we care about Trump necessarily as a person, but we love our country and we want to make America great again. Absolutely so. And so we, we have to start wondering what is going on. We have to keep our, our heads on a swivel. We have to start paying attention to what's happening. We do. Because if we don't, our country, our lives, you know, our values, it's all going to be taken away from us. You know, so I, I can't recall the date of the WF mini, WEF meeting. And Jessica asked, where is it? I don't, I don't recall. I, you know, I have, it, I have it here. And Joe, maybe I didn't send you the right thing. But I do have it here. So I'm going to find that. But I'll tell you what, we have got to wake up. We have got to start paying attention. And people want to say, well, if you talk about WEF, that's just a conspiracy theory. It is not a conspiracy theory. No, it's not. And you can now find it out. You can go to and find videos and find out what they're saying. And right in front of everyone that wants to watch it, they're telling you what they want. They're telling you what they're planning on doing. They, 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 they don't hide it. They don't hide and, it. And so I have the photo here. I'll post it on my fa personal Facebook page later. But what it says, it says the 20, and this is on the World Economic Forum website. Yes, and it says the 2023 SDG summit is enormously significant with a number of world leaders expected to attend. They will reflect on the progress achieved and propose strategies to accelerate the implementation of Agenda 2030, which has suffered unforeseen setbacks due to the C word uh, 19 pandemic, major negative impacts of climate change, and the rising cost of food and fuel everywhere due to the conflict in Ukraine. And then they go on to say the WEF, the UN together, because they are one and the same, are going to announce the 2023 summit in September. And they are going to talk about how they will all agree to accelerate Agenda 30. So it, it's not been announced yet. They're going to make the announcement in September. It's unbelievable. Absolutely. It, it is unbelievable. Unbelievable. It, it is unbelievable. And you can look it up. I mean, you're not making it up. This is not some conspiracy theory. You're telling the truth here. It, it, it is. And people want to say, when you talk about Agenda 30 and you talk about climate change being a hoax mm -hmm. and you talk about all of these different things, the first thing they say, well, that's a, that's a right-wing conspiracy. Mm -hmm. None of this is really happening. But yet you can go to the WEF site. It's you, right there. And you can see it. You can actually... Yes. See it. Yes. You know, I mean, how can you make this up? I highly recommend that people do that. That, of course, wait until after the show, but then go look that up for yourself. It's all right there. It's it's not a conspiracy theory. They're telling you what they want to do and what they plan to do if we can't get it stopped. It, yeah. And, and you know what? And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But right now we're going to be joined by Emily Williams. Emily Wonderful. Williams with Greenlight Dispensary. Emily, how are you Emily! doing today? Hi, Emily. Hi, okay. Emily. Vic and Eric are out today, so it's just me and Lizzie. It's girl power. Girl All power day. <laughs> How are you doing, Emily? What, do you have anything new for us today? Um, yeah, so I, uh, I'm back to talk about our uh, monthly event that we're doing. It's going to go on this weekend, uh, Friday and Saturday, our underground event that we do at the Ferguson location. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, 
so yeah, that's this coming Friday and Saturday, the 14th and 15th from 12 to 8. Um, we'll have a lot of different brands there, some brands um, with new products that we haven't had on our shelves. Um, I have some here. If, you know, if you want to go over some new things, we could do that too. Um, I, but I yeah, definitely do. A few things going on this weekend. I definitely want to hear about what new products you have. And I want to throw this out there because one other time when we, I think it was Josh maybe that we had on. Yes. We were talking about some of the gummies and how they do not melt in the sun. Yeah. And I took one of our canisters of the peach gummies to a golf tournament. Forgot I had them in my car. They were in my glove compartment. And I looked and you know I opened it just to look. Not even a smudge on them. They look brand they new. They didn't even melt at they all. They did not melt at all. They oh, look, wow. They look perfect. I wonder if they taste the same. Oh, I'm sure they do. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. That's good. I know it is good. Yeah. A lot of new, te you know, new technology, new research being done, you know, so there's a lot of, you know, you came around two years ago that most gummies, you know, would melt in the sun. So we've, we're, we're improving every, you know, every day. I love that. So Emily, I have a question for you. So have you started to see people think differently about cannabis, about marijuana, than like somebody like me? I always thought it was the devil's ground. And I'm the devil's seeing lettuce. Yeah, the devil's lettuce. <laughs> and, and it's and I was kind of raised thinking that. And I know mm -hmm. absolutely wonderful people who now are going to gummies and going to things because they want to get away from the pharmaceuticals. And I know we've already talked about that. But my question specifically is, are you seeing newbies come in that used to think it was the, de the devil's lettuce and now are going, this is doesn't have anything to do with the devil. This isn't sinful. This isn't bad. Actually, God made it. So are you seeing people that are coming in going, okay, this maybe isn't the devil's lettuce this is God's healing power. Are you seeing people saying that now? Oh, absolutely. Um, we have people come in, you know, almost every day that that are completely new to the product and that, you know, like you said, have been raised that, you know, it's such a negative thing. But, you know, with this education, education is is becoming more prevalent, I guess you can say, you know, social media. Um, there's a lot of, you know, seminars and different things, you know, coming to different areas with, you know, education, and it's completely changing people's outlook on it. And, he, you know, that's what we're here for, too. Like, we, and a lot of the time, you know, when people come in and they have never tried it before, it's their last hope. You know, they are, nothing else has, you know, they're, the meds they're on, this, the the side effects that they're going through, you know what I mean? They, they don't want to do it anymore. So it's kind of their last, you know, they their last hope. They see other people have, um, you know, success with it. And, you know, they want to try it as well. So, yeah, I'd say, yeah, I'd say every day we see, we have people come in. I uh, wish, I wish, Emily, I wish people didn't wait until it was their last alternative. I know. I wish I know. that they started out with alternative, you know, views. I wish that people started from day one with You're products right. like yours, because then maybe they wouldn't be in the situation that they're in. You know, I know it's a hypothetical situation. None of us can say what we would do, you know, if we were facing, you know, some type of illness. But I've always said that if I ever have cancer, I ever have this disease or that disease, I am going to go the all natural route. Yes. I am not going to do chemo because chemo is poison. I am not going to put all these pharmaceuticals in my body because that's poison. I firmly believe that people become sicker because they're taking all these pharmaceuticals when you could do something like Lizzie just said, that's very natural. You know, I, I, I absolutely firmly believe, and it's kind of even one half of our theme of the day is that the earth was made with everything we need in it. 
Everything we need in it is right here. God planted that for us. And, and, and I really wish people would come to you before they get to that point. Yeah, I, no, I completely agree. Um, that is, and you know, that's why education is such a big thing. And, um, you know, one downfall right now, I'd say, is a lot of doctors are still afraid to, you know, educate and talk about it because it's still federally illegal. You know what I mean? Yes, so, yes, correct. Uh, oh, there's not a, like, I'm not saying there's not, but, you know, there be, we're popping up more, but, um, you know, a lot of doctors are still afraid to recommend that, that option to people. So, and yet they're probably kind of using a- it. Don't you mm-hmm. think? And they just what, are what, keep. They're probably they could be very well using cannabis. Yeah, I said that they're, they're staying quiet. They don't. They stay quiet mm-hmm. about it, but they're probably using it in in their private homes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, could you say something? A, a listener just asked me, "What is the difference?" So, say if you're in Missouri where it's legal and you're taking it, but you want to drive down to a state. For example, when I visited Gulf Shores. I could have gone just five miles down the road in Florida and gotten it. But if I brought it back across the, the to, into Alabama, then I would have gotten in all sorts of trouble. Only if you tell someone. Well, th- oh, that's true. Only if you tell someone or you get pulled over for a traffic stop or, or whatever, yeah. even if you're not taking it. So could you elaborate on that? Say if we're here in Missouri and we go anywhere else, what do you recommend? If say somebody wanted to come in a green light, but they want to go down to Alabama or anywhere else on vacation, what do you do about that? So at the end of the day, it's still illegal to cross state lines. Um, but more, some states are starting to um, do like medical cards where you could kind of, like Oklahoma, for example, you could get a temporary medical card. You know what I mean? So it's a little bit of a process, but some states are making it so you, you know, that aren't recreational that you could buy in another state. Um, but at the end of the day, you can't cross state lines because of it, because of it because of it being federally illegal. Um, like in Missouri, everything here is grown in Missouri and anything sold in Pennsylvania, sold in Pennsylvania, Got you know, it. okay. So it, everything is strictly per state. Yeah. And Emily, somebody said on the comment line that, well, it's, you know, they use pharmaceuticals because it's covered by their insurance. Whereas, you know, the cannabis products are not covered by insurance. How, what, how would you explain that to someone when they come in? Are, are there alternatives? Let's say if somebody, you know, is very ill, you know, very down on their luck, they don't have any money, they don't have funds to purchase cannabis products. What, what advice would you give them? First thing I would do is I would recommend becoming a medical patient, which is a little bit of a fee, but you're saving on tax wise. So they'd save money there. Um, and that like, we, so many times we have people come through the door and they're like, Hey, I have $40 to work with. You know what I mean? Like we could, we'll do whatever we can to get them the most they can out of that money. You know what I mean? But there's, there's products here, you know, that are more affordable that could go, you, that you can make last a little bit longer. That's like more of a more higher potency and a, it's more of a concentrated version that people can make their own gummies at home. That's more of a cost effective way. Um, there's options and that's what we're here for. We're, we're here to, you know, do whatever we can to get you what you need with, with whatever position you're in. I love that, that somebody can come in and, you know, do you guys release videos like education videos? I would love to see something like that. We're talking about it. We're talking about doing some more things, getting more on our social media. So there's a lot of stuff in the works right now. There's another good question that a listener had, and I never even thought about that. Uh, the listener said, I don't really need my appetite increased, but she would like to partake in something, you know, from green light. But is there any product that doesn't increase the appetite to make you want to eat? Absolutely. So there is certain terpenes. So, for example, there's a terpene called humulene. 
um, that is found in certain strains that could suppress appetite. And then there's also um, a cannabinoid called THCV. So it's another cannabinoid, you know, comparable to THC, um, but it's, it's, that has appetite suppressant properties as well. So there is certain products that we could recommend that, you know, in certain terpenes, you know, increase munchies. So we'll stay away from those ones. So yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't even have thought of that question. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joe. No, it's fine. Uh, uh, My son works at a dispensary and um, I always, when when I'm uh, shopping for for cannabis, I always go from highest potency to the lowest. You know, that's how I sort it on the, on the, the, the website. Mm-hmm. He was telling me uh, about terpene profiles. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Absolutely. So uh, terpene profiles are basically, you know, the smell, the taste, everything, and basically all the effects you're getting from that specific strain. So that THC, you know, plays a vital role in pain relief, things like that. But the actual effects. So when people come in and they're like, I want that heady, uplifting high that's going to, you know, get me through the day. Um, We'll look at these terpene profiles, certain terpenes. So essential oils, same concept. So like linalool, lavender tends to relax you. Um, Those are all terpenes, you know, those smells, those, those tastes, um, they all do certain things and, you know, react with the body differently. That's very Um, interesting. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I love terpene talk. I could talk about terpenes all day. It's like, it's it's really cool. It really is a cool thing. And, and another thing, you were talking about essential oils. When I hear the word essential oils, I think it's the Tupperware lady that's going to sell me something that I put behind my ear to make me sleep. Can yeah. you can you describe that to me? What no. if somebody came in once essential oils? What do you get from say Greenlight? So so essential. Well, the the, we, the reason I use ex- essential oils is because I like to use it as a comparison um, because those are terpenes in there um, that, you know, natural es- extracts. Um, and they that's why I like to use that as a, it's kind of gives people that idea of, you know, oh, I smell something. I get those certain, you know, effects to it. Um, so if people come in and they're like, look, they're like, oh, I want to relax. I, I, you know, people don't really come in talking about essential oils. That's just something I kind of use as a comparison for makes people. Sense. To kind of, yeah. Yeah. Get the, the drift of it. That makes I, sense. I, I knew I love it. And you said you had some new products. Can you tell us about your new products? So this is going to be at our underground event this weekend. It's our first time having it in here. It's by, um, high five, which is the teal brand. Um, they, um, have, so it's little, they're called, how do I pronounce strippables they're pure dissolvable THC so this little packet here is just a little powder um, you could put it right in with your water here um, and it, it's dissolvable powder right it's five milligrams so you just stir it right in your drink you could put it in the coffee tea um, really anything you want um, so this is super cool this is something we've never had in here before um, so this will give that you know more not not like a smoker's high more of that edible effect and it will take a little bit to kick in um, so this is, this is something we haven't had before. And then we have some new pre-rolls. Um, it's a little, it's ABV cannabis company, um, which is a new company we haven't had in here before. Um, this is, this strain specifically here is the black hole sun. Um, so these are just, like I said, these are just some things we haven't had in our shelves before that, um, super excited about this. Cause a lot of people, you know, are looking for those. Sometimes with the gummies, they, you know, there's calories involved and, um, you know, the baked goods and stuff like that. There's calories that people don't, you know, don't want. Or carbs, yeah. Yeah. Perfect options for people that want just the, you know, 
to skip out on all that stuff, the sugar and things like that. I think that's great because right now, especially right now, and so many people are trying to stay away from carbs that you have those alternatives. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's nice. And Emily, one more thing before you leave. Um, Does any of these products cause a migraine or do you even have a product that um, would help you if you have a migraine? A listener wants to know. That that will help you with? Yeah, say if you have a migraine. Is there something that you guys have that would help with a migraine? So there's there's plenty of products that that we recommend. Um, you know that's we're here to work together. So depending on you know what the person what route the person wanted to go, if it was smoking edibles, we would recommend you know from there. Um, so you know we have some people that use patches. Um, we have you know some patches that you put on your on your the main vein on your wrist or on the top of your foot. Um, we have. Um, you know, different edibles that could help with things like that. But yeah, plenty of options. I had no idea there was patches. Yeah, I didn't either. That's the first time I've ever heard of a patch. Me too. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, they're really awesome. I, I wonder if how many patches I've seen that I thought maybe somebody was and birth control know. and it was actually what you're talking about. I didn't know they made yeah. birth control patches. Yeah. I'm learning all kinds of new things today. Yes, yeah. this is learning day Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking to Emily Williams with Greenlight Dispensary. Emily, is there anything you want to add? Um, just want everybody to come check out our underground event this weekend. Um, check out, we have, we're going to have the best prices in town. Um, a lot of great vendors here. Um, and yeah, my staff, we're, we're a lot of fun. Come check us out. And can you go over your locations with us just for listeners yeah. that may be just checking us out? So we have um, this Ferguson location. It's at 517 South Florissant Road. Uh, then we have one over in Berkeley by the airport. And we have one down on Chippewa in Watson, right by the donut drive-in down there. And then we have our newest location in Rock Hill, right on Manchester Road, um, right right by uh, La Sienta right there. Uh, so which so that, one? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. About, about a month ago. So, so which, yeah, go check that. Which one is having the open house? Um, the, the Ferguson location is where, that's the, the event we're doing this weekend. So Very this good. So exciting. What's the best way for people to reach out to Greenlight Dispensary? Uh, so we have our, our full menu on our website. So you could always, you know, if you're wondering what products we have, all of our prices and products are online. Each specific location has their own menu. Um, and then if, you know, we have our, our phone, you can give us a call if you have any questions and uh, we'll, we'll answer anything you have. Excellent. Emily Williams with Greenlight Dispensary. Thank you so much for joining us today. So much good, good news. Yes. Very yep. good. Have a great time. Thank you, Emily. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Emily. She's so sweet. She is sweet. I'll tell you what. I, I have not used. I've never used a cannabis I have, product. I haven't either. And I, you know, I, I you, well, I, I shouldn't say never. I, I did use the gummies once, and and I, there was one of those situations we've talked about before where right, I right. didn't know you had to wait. And I yeah. was actually oh with somebody gosh. who yeah. who you know is in this industry, and they've never used them either. But I'll tell you what. It, it, I know. I kid you not that if I know somebody who's having a lot of pain. Or if I know somebody who's going through some type of medical situation, there is no question that I would recommend, I would send them to Greenlight before I would ever send them to a doctor, a regular medical doctor or to a pharmacy. I would say try this first. That's how confident I am in natural products. I agree. My aunt, who again, I mentioned my aunt who lives in San Jose, she was diagnosed a decade ago with brain cancer. And I thought she was just giving up on life because she said, I am not going to go to anywhere that gives me radiation or chemo or anything. And she told me about the cannabis and other natural things that she did. Ten years later, her cancer is not detectable. Isn't that amazing? Yes. And, and you know, yes. you, and you hear those stories all the time, all the time. 
I know we're kind of jumping around, but Joe, do you have the video of of the congressional hearing where they're talking about weather manipulation? Because talking to Emily with Greenlight kind of made me think about that because you know what? We, we talk about Agenda 30 and we talk about crops. It was the one that you put on when we first came in that that wasn't the right one, if that makes sense. Uh. Oh, well, that wasn't a video. That was a graphic, I think. Oh, it should be, should be a video. Well, well, we can save it for another day. But basically, it was a it was a congressional hearing. There was a video where there was a guy who was there representing, uh, you know, his, his a company, and he was talking about weather manipulation, and he was talking about crops and different things and how uh, how is the government using weather manipulation against us that's the only one that I no yeah that's not right it there. okay because you had it up there or can you put the graphic up if you can just find the graphic for it it's it's it shows a c-span at the bottom it has like a little c-span logo on it it's one of the emails that i sent you last night okay and so so anyway so they're talking about weather manipulation they're talking about crops and they're saying Part of Agenda 30 is part of Agenda 30. Yeah, that's the one. Is part of Agenda 30 about weather manipulation? Are they trying to kill the crops, kill everything that we have, natural, natural medicines? Yes. And that type of thing so that we end up in a famine. And then mm-hmm. I don't understand how somebody could say no. So I'm glad you said yes. Because I think in the guy, if we had the video, the guy would it goes on and he talks about how well how do you explain to me that there were 85 tornadoes last season right right through the the valley where, where we grow our crops uh-huh you know how can you explain to me that we have a situation where we're we're having droughts in these areas we're killing cows we're oh he found it it, it is really amazing to me it has created weather tampering techniques so that the quote new world order will be able to starve millions of Americans. Worldwide. Millions of Americans and to control the rest. Yes, sir. And that's my belief. As bizarre as that sounds, when if somebody had told me that that equipment even existed 10 years ago, I would have thought they were nuts, sir. And at this point in time, we have all the documents to prove it. And if you think that 85 tornadoes takes place in the middle of our growing area by simultaneous accident, I'm, I'm sorry. With the equipment that's already set up internationally, and as bizarre as that is, it is proven and documented. We will supply you with those documents. As bizarre as that is, I would say that weather wars, and this is uh, quoting actually Senator Claiborne Pell himself, that they are the greatest weapon ever created in the world, and that's the senator's own statement. So yes, I had to do stand on that. Thank you. You're saying? I mean, wow. What do you think when you see a video like that? It. I was like the guy that was talking. A decade ago, I knew there was some tampering and things, but I was too busy to worry about. But then it's so in your face now that I totally believe that. I mean, they are tampering with so much. And and right here on the chat line, Jessica's saying that she has a friend that the feds came in and tampered with their chickens oh, and yeah. said that there was a disease. I don't know where this is. Well, that's happening. It's happening all across the world, actually, where they're saying, well, your chickens have some type of avian disease. We have to kill them all. They will literally kill them all. That's crazy. It's happening that's with crazy. bees right now. There's a bee mite in Australia, as an example. 
And anywhere you see this bee mite, well, they might find one bee mite or think they found a bee mite. They don't even have to have proof they have a bee mite. And they will go within a 30 to 40 mile radius and kill all of the bees. And we don't need them killing bees because guess what? We are killing the bees ourselves. Last year, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Last year, 50% our bee population went down by 50% in one year. And now wow. we have governments all across the world killing thousands of bees because one bee 40 miles away had a bee mite. That, that is unreal. I knew a man that was in the military that brought his child to our preschool. And he was saying exactly what you're saying, Tab, about a decade ago. And he said he was in operations that did these sorts of things. was killing the bees, killing the chickens, you know, putting things in our sky, putting pesticides where you don't even need them. And I remember thinking, and I really liked this dad, and I could tell he was a true patriot. And he enjoyed his time in the military, but he also thought the military was killing him by making him do those things. And I don't know exactly, I don't want to even say which branch it is, because at the time I thought, God love you. You, you know, I think, I think the chemicals got to you because I didn't believe a word he said. <laughs> right. I really didn't. I thought, he was, I thought he was a nice man, but yeah. I thought he was crazy. He was telling me the truth and I didn't believe him. But that, we all have a moment when our eyes open up. I Correct. mean, all of us Correct. out there, we all have that moment where our eyes have opened up. Some people haven't experienced that yet. And when they do, guess what? They'll be watching this show or shows like this show because everybody has that meeting and then you seek out people like yourself, right? Right. Which is why people come here, why we're here, quite yes, honestly. Yes. That's why we are here. Because we woke up. We woke up. And, and, you know, I see the a video like we just saw. And then I have to ask myself, I, I do some critical thinking. I say, okay, well, we know. I'm not saying it's a myth. We know we can cloud seed. You know, they don't talk about it in the United States because they hide everything from us here. But if you go to other countries, let's say that I use the United Arab Emirates always as an example because they're so out with their cloud seeding programs and, and how beneficial they are. There is no reason to have a drought anywhere, anywhere in the world right now or anywhere, especially in this country. Correct. Because if there's a drought... And then let's say it's killing thousands of cattle, like what happened in Kansas last year and in parts mm -hmm. of Missouri. Yeah. If there is a drought and it's killing the wheat crop, it's killing the corn crop. Well, don't tell me you can't go and do some cloud seeding uh, to produce some rain. You don't have to do a, a rain dance anymore. We produce rain. But you know what? They choose not to. And then you can't tell me we're having massive floods over here. A uh, big drought over here, and they're going to say, "Oh, that's climate change." Right? Of course, and that's they because are. you have too many cows, and they're producing too much methane gas. I mean, give me a break! And how are people so stupid that they can believe stuff like that? Right, they are, and it, it goes back to the media that they just believe what they're telling them, and some of them are good, well-meaning people who even love our country, but they're busy, busy, busy. Turn on the news for five minutes, believe everything that they said, and move on. That's, that's the crux of the matter. And it often takes something that it personally affected their family to make their eyes open, or otherwise they just go about their day not believing it, even though it's right in front of their face. It's, it's right in front of us. You know, weather is cyclical. I know we already talked about weather earlier in the show. Weather is cyclical. You know, it, it, the earth warms, the earth cools. We know this. It's happened. Geologists, scientists, real scientists who aren't being paid by the government you know, have, have proven it. You know, it's common sense, really, to know, you know, our Earth is ever evolving. There's no question about yes. that. But the Earth is its own living being. It's its own living being. It's its, its own ecosystem. You know, it takes care of itself. And, and we're a little fleas on the Earth. We are. And, you know, the Earth does not care about us. You know, it just continues to do its thing and it replenishes itself. And so we go through phases of heat 
in cold. And, you know, we will have another ice age. Of course we will. We absolutely will have another ice age. We will have another warming period. But us people, us little fleas, we're not doing anything to hurt it. But what is our government doing to the weather? Right. What are they doing to the earth? How how can the earth sustain what they're doing? The the chemicals and the pollution and the you know the cloud seeding and uh, the farming of the fish and the pollution of the oceans. Now, you know, we want to talk about something we need to talk about. It, it would be pollution. It would Correct. be killing pollution. the bees. Yes. It yes. would be killing pollution the is bad. livestock, killing the, you know, birds with all these ridiculous excuses. When are people going to wake up and say our government, and not just our government, governments all around the world. Yes. They're using weather manipulation to not only control us, but in the end with Agenda 30, what is their agenda? Is it to depopulate? Is it to throw us into a famine? You know, what exactly is it? Well, and if they want to put us into a famine, of course they want to depopulate. And we can't say some of the people's names involved, but when you look at their very pro-choice stance, you look at they want to make products that you can put in your arm that can also sterilize people. And I'm being very careful. The reason why I'm talking this slow is I'm literally thinking about the words that are coming out of my mouth instead of just spewing them so we don't get deplatformed. Well, we saw what they did to the mosquitoes, the 750,000 yes, yes. or 750 million mosquitoes. You know, they, they sterilize them. Correct, correct. And, and so if they can change the DNA through an mRNA, uh, in, and I'm a little tiny mosquito. I mean, what are they going to do to you? Yes. Can they do it through your food? Right, You right. know, can they do it through chemtrails? Of course. You know, can they do it through the meat you eat? I mean, if we can even call it meat these days. The one good thing about the whole thing that you're talking about and the whole pandemic is people like Joe, who believed all of this hook, line, and sinker, woke up when he realized there was masks going in the ocean. There was things that are going, and Joe can speak for himself, but Joe is a prime example of who was probably going about his life and believed most of it. And then all of a sudden, boom, he woke up. So I, that's the one good thing about the pandemic. I saw so many people wake up because of it. What, what would you no say? No question Joe? about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, 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 I, you can't say the words, you know? Right, right. It, it's yes, hard right. To, yes, with me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's, that's and I'm glad. Like that. And I'm glad that people are starting to wake up and people say, well, what can we do? What can we do? There's a lot of things you can do. There is a lot of Number things one, we can do. Number one, get back to nature. Go out, walk around your yard with no shoes on like you did when you were a little kid. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, do that. Our, our, our feet are, are not even the way they're supposed to be because we wear shoes all the time get out stand on the ground uh, go find a fresh stream of water you know go stand Absolutely. in the water this weekend stare towards the sun yeah yeah go yes. out and i mean yes. not directly into the sun but no but that's yes. why i said towards the sun <laughs> yes for your own let, health let that direct sunlight hit your hit pupils you. and let your grass grow a little bit longer you know in this new property we have out in vandalia guess what the entire backyard is clover the entire yard is literally clover and, and there's no grass. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing because guess what that does? That protects the environment. It gives the, the bees a safe haven and we don't cut it as soon as it starts to grow. We actually let all of the clover bloom. And when it does, you can see the bees out there. You know, it's creating your own ecosystem, you know, yes. right at your home. Stop pulling in the dandelions out. Stop putting Roundup on everything. Yes. You know? Yeah. I mean, to me, if people just let your grass grow a little bit longer 
uh, stop killing all of the weeds as soon as they pop up. I mean, the weeds are natural. They were there before us. They're supposed to be there. You know, we're not supposed to have perfectly green lawns, are we? Well, and I'm guilty of that because I remember growing up sitting in the grass with my mom and sitting with my dad and there would be clovers and we would pick them up and my mom would find four leaf clovers and put them on a piece of paper and save them and bees everywhere. And then somewhere I thought I had to have a grass and I'm still that way that is perfectly manicured. Everybody wants a perfectly manicured. Right, you know right. We're killing our planet with perfectly manicured Correct. lawns. Correct. So go plant some flowers that the butterflies and the bees like. You know, if you see bugs, good. Remember those roly polies when we saw where we were a kid? Where are those oh, things I at? Love, you know, I haven't seen a roly poly you know, in a long time. Remember being a kid when you yes. actually played in the, in the yard? Yes. And you laid in the grass and you would see little buttercups. Remember that? Yes. Because I you do. could eat those little buttercups. Where do you? Where are those at these days? Remember the little purple flowers that grew naturally? Where are those at these days? Do you remember laying in your yard and when you're a kid, you roll around in the grass and you see bumblebees and sweat bees and honeybees. You see all of your bees. We don't see that anymore, do we? Not normally. You know, not where... Not Not often anyway. At my house in, in... in O'Fallon, I don't see that. No. Out in Vandalia, I do. Just wasps and hornets out by me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they I just have their mosquitoes. Too. That's all I got. I mean, it's like we have to start doing better. We do. We have we do. to start doing better. We are capable of it. We cannot let Agenda 30 take over, can we? No, we can't. No, we can't. And they're sure trying. They are definitely trying. All right. Well, I guess that's... That's it. That's for a us wrap. Today. That's a wrap with Vic, Girl Power Day. Yeah, Lizzie, what do you do? You have any updates for tomorrow? As just a reminder, Vic and Eric are out today. Vic and Eric will be out tomorrow. I will be out tomorrow. I have to work. And I will. Yes, you'll be here. Projo will be here. And what are any of your yes. other updates? Um, what the updates for tomorrow is? I you guys cannot miss this. It's right at the top of the hour, and I'm not going to give the name because he goes under a fictitious name, and he's going to tell you what his real name is tomorrow. But he doesn't want to do that till he's here. But my point to this is, he was there on J6, and so he has a lot of J6 information. To my knowledge, he has not been on the air since J6. He was on there prior to that. And so he is going to be here. Um, I will also um, have a partial situation. My son-in-law is going to be here at nine o'clock and his name is Justin Hicks. And there is a lot of controversy going on in the state of Missouri. And he's going to clear that up for you and tell you the real truth where that's not really been told anywhere yet nowhere and so he's going to give you the truth and then I have a lot of other little surprises for you so you don't want to miss Mr. J6 who I will give the name tomorrow and Justin Hicks will be at the top of the hour telling you the truth I I love it don't forget if you like the show share the show spread the truth faster than they spread the lies because they're spreading lies pretty darn they fast are. these days go to check out our webpage cancel Make sure you share, like the show, go to all of our different platforms. You can find those on the website, like and subscribe to all of them. That's that's everybody's homework for today. Yes. Like and subscribe like and share. to all of them. And I'll be back on Friday. You, you'll be here tomorrow. Yes. And thanks everybody for joining us. Have a good day. Joe's like, stop talking already.